0: The scripture reading this morning is 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 5 through 12. For we do not proclaim ourselves; we proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, "Let light shine out of darkness," who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay jars so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our bodies. For while we live, we are always being given up to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may be made visible in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. And God bless the reading of his word.
1: This morning our text comes from Second Corinthians. Wow, that's loud. <laughs> This morning our text comes from 2 Corinthians, and we're actually going to start a little series on 2 Corinthians, 2, Paul's second letter to the church at Corinth, uh, and Paul kind of is all over the place in this letter. He's, he's got a lot of, uh, at one time he, he has a tone that's kind of conciliatory, and in other, in other places he seems to be condemning the Corinthians and, and uh, lashing out at them. And a lot of scholars look uh, there seems to be a lot of references to some kind of earlier altercation or or uh, some kind of disagreement and in Corinth between the leaders at Corinth and Paul. Uh, there was some kind of uh, you know broken relationship that happened there that seems to have been reconciled and Paul. Is trying to play nice <laughs> in this letter, but still finds, I can tell that Paul's got a little bit of resent, residual resentment about uh, the whole thing there. And, uh, because Paul is kind of scattered in a lot of this letter, uh, it has led, uh, scholars to believe that there may have been several letters that are kind of amalgamated together. We call this the partition theory of 2 Corinthians. And uh, that it was partitioned and put together in different ways from several different correspondents in there. However, there is several threads of continuity in there. There are several themes that are woven in throughout this letter that gives it some coherence and makes it all stick together. And one of those overarching themes is this paradox of strength in our weakness. And that's kind of what our text talks about today and it's kind of the overarching theme we're going to touch on as we go through this letter. One can see this paradox of strength in weakness in our text today. Paul insists that they are not proclaiming any power of their own, but only Christ as Lord and themselves as servants or slaves, depending on which translation you look at. Because only in this, only in Paul's servanthood and only in the Lordship of Christ can you truly see the light of Jesus shine. It's a simple message, but one that Paul is longing to tell the church at Corinth. And he says that we, are, we, are, we have this treasure in jars of clay. And in the ancient world, jars of clay were expendable. They were, they were utilitarian. They were put together, and when they broke, you threw them away. You didn't glue them back. To, they didn't have Gorilla Glue or anything like that. So you just threw them away and didn't bother with them. I, I kind of have a struggle with this. To be honest, I, I've always, I prefer to picture myself more as a, you know, something like this. Isn't that pretty? Cut crystal, you know, like Stubing used to make those great crystal vases, has beautiful, da- uh, looks like daffodils are on it, etched crystal, shiny and transparent. You can see it's all clean. You can see what's going on inside. You don't have to guess like the boys did earlier. You can see what's going on inside. Look how wide the mat, you know, open to everything. You just fill it up with all kinds of stuff. This is kind of how I, how I like to think of myself, you know, especially when I got my nice suit on, right? I look nice, <laughs> all crystal and beautiful. I'd like to think I'm transparent that way, but and I'm going to put that there just as point of reference. But really, I think I'm probably a lot more like this. <laughs> this is a pot that was made by our own uh, Kevin Wynn uh, when he was a potter, before he was a guitar player. Um, and he used a special process that made this kind of cracking. And it's not particularly pretty. It's it's. I mean, it's got its own weird kind of beauty, but it's all discolored and... And it's got cracks all over it and it, and it's not, you know, it, it's, I wouldn't put water in it. I'm not sure I trust it. And, and, and it's not got a big hole in it. It's got a tiny one. So very little. In fact, once we used it in youth group and we put stuff in it and it took me forever to try and get them out because the the little sheets of paper wouldn't come out. I couldn't get them back out. So I had to dig them out one at a time. And it was, uh, so it's kind of closed off. And you can't really, all you can see is all the cracks and crevices and flaws and all of that uh, on the, and it's, you can't really see what's going on inside. Sometimes I feel like that and probably I'm a lot more like that than uh, I want to pretend to be. And you know, some of you, some of us all have an opposite problem. I've noticed that some of you, this is all you see in yourself. This is what you see in yourself. you And you fail to see the beautiful crystal etched vase that Jesus wants to show you. Instead, you picture yourself completely cracked and wounded and broken and not particularly pretty. The truth is we're kind of a little bit of both. Uh, Sometimes we're crystal, sometimes we're this clay jars. But... Paul tells us that when we feel these things, when we kind of picture ourselves, we, and when we find ourselves feeling all cracked and wounded and broken and not particularly pretty and weak and all of these things, that when we find ourselves in that place and without any strength of our own, that is when Jesus gets to shine. The treasure that is placed within by God is what ultimately shines forth out of that weakness, out of that condition. And though we are pressed, we are not crushed. And though we are persecuted, we are not abandoned. And though we are struck down, we are not destroyed. Amen? If we can do it all on our own strength, if we had the capacity, if we were crystal vases like this, You know, if we were all pretty and beautiful like that and our faith was just perfect and our our lives were just perfect like that and nothing ever bothered it, you know, uh, what would we need God for? What would we need God for? Mother Teresa, Desmond Tutu, Martin Luther King Jr., Oscar Romero, they all needed God's strength because they answered a particular call and they knew that they couldn't do it with, on, on their own strength alone. And quite frankly, here's a little tip. If someone thinks they can, run away. Because they're, they're, they've got something to sell you and they're hiding something. <laughs> if someone thinks they can do it all on their own strength, they're probably wrong. Or they're not, they're not putting themselves in a position where they need strength. These guys that I just mentioned, Desmond Tutu and Martin Luther King, they chose... To rely on God's strength, and they put themselves in situations where they needed God's strength. They they could have said no. They could have Mar- Mother Teresa could have just said no. You know what? I'm going to stay in my convent in uh, I can't remember where she's from, New Jersey or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. But I, she could have just stayed there, right? She could have just said no. I'm not going to go. But she said no. I'm going to rely on. God's strength. I am going to uh, rely on what God has given me, and and I will do what is asked of me, knowing that God will help me get through it. You know, not everyone has a choice. Not everyone has a choice. Sometimes there are realities and struggles and events in all of our lives that are too big, too devastating too arduous for us to get through all on our own strength. The flowers this week are in honor of Jimmy Bruce, Beth's son, who died 10 years ago. Very difficult circumstances. And there's not a one of us who doesn't wonder how Beth gets through it. 10 years she's been grieving for the loss of her son and You know, many of us have experienced something similar. And Beth will tell you, she'll be the first to tell you, that she is relying not on her own strength. She can't do it on her own strength. Amen? She relies on the strength that God gives her. For ten years she's done that. And through other tragic circumstances throughout that ten years, that didn't stop there, did it? relies on God's strength. And so many of us here in this place have had similar tragedies and struggles. And if you haven't had struggles yet, they're coming. (laughs) They are coming. And we will need God's strength. And when we are able to say, God, I can't do this alone. I'm just a broken old pot. I cannot do this alone. I can't do this on my own strength. How am I ever going to get through this? And when we drop to our knees finally and we say to God, I need you to carry this through for me. I need you to lift me up and help me walk forward. When we are able to do that, and when God actually provides us the strength that we need to get through something and we come out the other side and we go, wow, I can't believe how I got through that. Where would I be without God's strength? God is glorified. Amen? Amen? Amen. God is glorified. When we and that's what Paul's trying to say. Our weakness brings out God's strength for the whole world to see. When someone says, I don't know how Beth does it, she says, by God's strength. Amen. Amen. And God is glorified. As one of my favorite singers, Leonard Cohen, says in his his song called Anthem, ring the bells that still can ring. Forget that perfect offering. There is a crack. A crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. That's how the light gets in. And that strength that God provides in our weakness. It's a promise that comes to us that can never be taken away by any circumstance. The world we live in hits us hard. The world we live in tries to steal that strength away. The world we live in, as Jesus said in John 10, the the thief comes to kill, to steal, and destroy But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. It is a promise. It is a promise that cannot be taken away by the circumstances of your life. It is a promise that the world is never going to be able to steal. That God is with you and God's strength is available to you even unto the end of the age. Look to Romans. Oh, I'm going to look to Romans. You can join me if you want. <laughs> look to Romans 8, 37 through 39. It says this. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. Amen? Amen. It's nice to get one unprompted like that. That's nice. (laughs) We will be talking about this understanding That our weakness is God's strength. That our humanness, our frailty, our problems, our warts, our our bad decisions, and our things that victimize us. Really, the time when God shines in our lives. Really a time... When we become strong, untested faith, the weak faith, kind of stays on the surface. But a faith that you've had to fight for, time when you've needed God's strength, Boy, that makes a, a rock solid, deep seated commitment and communion with God. Amen. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, God of strength, God of grace, God of mercy, God of compassion, we thank You that we do not have to be strong on our own, but that You have planted within us through your Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit that dwells within you have given us that treasure, a trove that we can draw from to get through any circumstance this world puts us in. We know that no matter what you come alongside, you walk with us, and you lend us your strength. We thank you. We open our hearts to all that you have in store for us in the weeks to come as we explore this topic. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.